have it on. I have it unmuted too. You motherfucker. Got <laughs> I did that shit on purpose. You know I did. Man. Of course you did. It's all love. It's all love, man. What's going on, guys? How's it going? We had a uh, very different podcast plans tonight, so uh, we uh, we pulled some shit together. And if you guys haven't noticed, we've got the uh, the new graphics rolling around here. Some cool shit. Um, Zion, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. What are we doing tonight? Uh, lasagna guy. Lasagna That's guy. What you heard was... clattering a minute ago. I thought you getting sushi. No, I was gonna, and my mom was like, hey, don't order out. We're probably just gonna end up staying in, and they're gonna do their thing. And I was like, motherfuck. Well, no sushi for you, man. You still get sushi. I mean, I'll, I'll make it happen this weekend. Yeah, 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 man. That's a good call. So, I know you've played the shit out of Outriders tonight, as that's the main topic. Is Outriders better than good? Nah. Also, here's a big fuck you. What? What you got? What'd you send me? Did you send me something? It's in chat. It's in chat? What chat? Oh, loud. What is this? What is this? It's in stream. In stream? Hey! Hey! Fuck you! <laughs> is that 18 months, man? Uh-huh. Holy crap, I've known you for that long? Mm-hmm. That's insane, man. Well, I appreciate Probably a little that. longer, because I don't think I subbed right off the rib, but... No, no, never do. Nobody ever does. It's weird, I mean, why would anybody... Like, you just... I don't know if there's a single person I've been like, mm, like, day one, sub, this is the shit. You know what I'm saying? Do you have anybody that you've followed that you've done that with? Uh, off the top of my head, no, but... Again, a lot of the people I'd like follow are mostly smaller. Like a, a couple of the ones I follow that are bigger end are like Tim, you yeah. know, Coco Puffs, his and hers, which are Apex streamers. Yep. And then um, I honestly can't say I have because almost everybody that I follow when I first meet them are like trying to get affiliate, trying to get to that bottom rung climbing. Dude, that's a brutal ask. You were one of the people, though, that you got got affiliate fairly quickly. I had like 28 days. That's crazy. I think that shit took me like four or five months. Yeah, and but that's... I networked with you, Lilo and Ace. Yeah. I networked with like Arcflow, Dank DeVito, fucking... You had some people. My timeline might be a little off, but yeah. Yeah, but still, it's like... I mean, don't, don't knock it, man. That's pretty crazy that you got affiliate that quickly. That's fucking amazing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, that's got... hard to do. And then you got uh, whoever Lilo was talking about a lady the other night that got partner in six weeks from start to finish. That was fucking disgusting. How? I don't know. Someone got partner in six weeks. She might have been like a TikToker or something. I don't know. In six weeks on Twitch. I got to see this. What the fuck? Uh, get Twitch partner too. Oh, there's a lot of clickbait. There's a dude. There's a yeah. Ton it's of it's gonna be a bun of that. Yeah. Oh god. It's gonna no. be abundant. Oh lord. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Uh, well, today I really wanted to focus on. You know, I've been on the fence. I mean, I bought the game. I bought Outriders. I'm in. I'm in. But I'm still on the fence about a lot of shit. I know you have it, a lot three, of three. The three. The three big questions. Oh fuck. Not really that much experience. Zon's got almost over a hundred hours in all ten legendaries. It's all just just been a it's been a demo, like yeah. I don't understand. Like maybe it's maybe it's my gaming style. Well, there's like DPJ. Um, he was streaming it four hours a day for you now four to he was streaming it like four to eight hours a day, but he wouldn't play off stream. He would exclusively play on stream. Mm -hmm. so that way he could stream with his chat. 
I mean, he played Trickster for like 80 hours. And then he just started playing fucking... He got all 10 legendaries and he started playing the other classes. So he, started, he got 10 legendaries on Trickster and then made yes. a class. Oh my. And then started Technomancer, I think. Because he, he did a poll on YouTube of like what to play for his chat. And it was like... Everybody was like either Pyro or Techno. And he ended up going just Techno. techno. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad call. I mean, it's... A, Which, I actually like Techno. So let's... um Before we... Zahn... Zahn and I spitballed a little bit. Sorry to cut you off. Uh... We think Techno is going to be like the big support build. Like it's high end perks because there's videos you can look at to look at like the level nine, level 16, level 22 perks, the higher end ones that we don't have access to yet. And you can like check the scaling, see what they do. It kind of sucks, but all Techno gets is instead of the cryo turret, it gets a blighted round turret, which is like the poison rounds you have. Okay. And then it gets like a couple other abilities. It's mainly built to be like a healing support shaman build. Um, it like dishes out damage. Shaman. It it like team heals everybody constantly. That's Tec all Techno's built for. They're the one that the, the turret, right? Turret and the missiles. Okay. So they're built then, for just healing. Yeah. And then you've got Pyro, which is um, obviously AoE, DOT. Um, so area of attack or area of effect and damage over time mm -hmm. for those illiterate um and not to dig at anybody but uh <laughs> you can still play games to be illiterate zion come on man well yeah i i okay so case in point i was playing hearthstone pre-stream with a couple of my buddies from the d2 clan mm -hmm. and uh hi ruby um we were messing around and i was like yeah i'm just playing hearthstone working on level up my cavern pass a little bit more and getting some more gold before the new season comes out on the 30th so like t minus two mm -hmm. weeks and um he was like yeah i play i'm diamond one right now or diamond 10 right now and i was like what the fuck because how the rank progression in that goes it's bronze silver gold platinum and then diamond and then you get into legend legends on a scale of ten thousand all the way up to rank one Jesus. similar to apex's server where it's like anybody at any given time except it's across like west coast east coast Damn. so it's like oh, super expansive that. yeah yeah that's crazy dude so but so back to outriders yeah, yeah so for technomancer so technomancer is gonna be the healer i think um specter is definitely gonna be the the, the most dps right now. trickster it, it trickster yeah until well, they've they already this, talked they about the specter build though, right like that that tree let me pull up all the trees it's a better idea kind of so it's kind of interesting they've already talked about certain creators have already gotten early access to the game like mm. full release right at least like an early version of full release um possibly end game pyro breaks the game which really? is the complete opposite of the demo yeah Why supposedly you just mark you just mark everything around you and then just burn everything and you can just sit and cover and let everything die that's gonna be the true damage dealer i mean i think maybe i think it's we'll gonna be a meta i think quite honestly there's gonna be a meta i mean when we were playing, i think the build is gonna be like two devs and a techno like mm, yeah honest thoughts because you can just reflect everything yeah on a rotation and then not even have to fuck with it and then yeah we only have the early mods. We don't have all of the endgame mods either. Right. Because all of these mods have tier one, tier two, tier three. All of the legendary mods are tier three. Okay. And those do the same things that we saw in the demo, but 
just at a higher rate or they're gonna just be brand new mods you think well the legendary perks just stay tier three like okay the migraine i have the guaranteed effect or shots effect create bleed mm -hmm. like the golem's limb one wherever you get a killing shot it generates golem for three seconds um yep. like that perk is guaranteed so if you dismantle your low damage ones from the demo and mm -hmm. bust them into your library all of a sudden you can create a gun that always has bleed like say you did a thunderbird which is the one that summons lightning say you get lightning shots that also afflict bleed every bullet it'd be fucking stupid jesus and then you build uh you have your secondary be like proliferation which is the one where if the enemy that's affected by statuses dies, it jumps to other enemies. What? So <laughs> it would just chain just chain everything. reaction, yeah. So they're kind of going like um, I see this. They're kind of going like Warframe, where you kind of just do like a power creep based on kind like, of. mods and classes that you get, because each class has a certain amount of abilities. And there's actually is there? I don't think there is on Warframe. It's like class, like there's not really classes. There's just the frames, right? There's the yeah. There's the frames, and then there's the prime frames. Right. So I think in this game, the prime frame would be like, yeah, you have your frame, Devastator, but the dev, you know, or, or Trickster, but then you have Assassin, Harbinger, Reaver, the, the classes that you choose, like spec into. That would be like your prime frame for that. that yeah, like class. we have Devastator for if you want to be invincible, if you want to have like gravity based damage, or if you want to have like, I don't remember what the third tree does, but, um, I think it's like close range damage. I think, let me uh, uh, see, I can pull that up. So it looks like Devastator comes top with- Top trees like all close range. Like Vanquisher, Warden, and Seismic Shifter. So one's for gravity, one's for like just mitigating damage, and one's for like close range, like shotgun damage and stuff like that. Zahn and I were talking and we think at least early the, the top tree one's gonna be the busted one. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Especially with close range. And how shot like shotgun play in that game is ridiculous. Like it it does some damage, dude. It fucking yeah. shreds. Well, it feels like people or people can fly the devs that are the Gears devs. Mm -hmm. Made it feel authentic to like the old Gears 1 nostalgia of running around with a Nasher and just killing shit. Yeah. But they balanced the Nasher by giving it like you'd have to get like eight shots and then switch guns. Yeah. So It'll be interesting to see how, like, the shotguns have the least amount of ammo out of everything. Right. Like, your pistols deal weaker damage, but they have infinite ammo. Yeah. So. Some of those, like, hand cannons can, sh like, shit on. But I love, like, when they, uh, the, you do the fanning, the gun. That's my favorite, yeah. man. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool, man. If I was going to keep grinding the, uh, demo and the one I would want to get would be the pistols, the torment and agony. But you never got it, right? Well, what do those do? No. So it, it marks enemies, any enemy that you shoot in like a progression. And then in, until that mag is reloaded, upon reload of that magazine, it pops every marked enemy for five times the weapon's base damage. Dude, so you can just kind of like boom, 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 and then reload, do demo, double now, damage. Now take that perk and roll it into endgame. Say we have a damage, like take whatever highest damage gun you have and mm. slot that mod in now i don't know if slotting a mod takes away the primary mod slot or if it takes the secondary mod slot because if we can't create these like absurdly op guns that kind of is kind of shitty but right we'll see yeah especially on the legendary drop rate you'd figure you'd have to have the legendary drop rate is horrendous for anybody who doesn't fuck it yeah. off 
one thing we still need to know is like we don't know the drop chance out of chests before they nerf the farm out of goss's chest specifically now right. out of captains out of the playback missions like there's been people talking in like dpj's chat like other people's chats that i've looked at or in like the discord for it where people have been like yeah i played 16 hours and got one legendary and then i played another 30 and haven't got one since right like i played 28 got my first one and then now i'm at let me look i think i'm at like 40 hours and yeah. i have three so let's let's talk about this so let's start with that what do you think that the drop rate how do you think that's going to affect end game well it depends because right now it's supposed to be minimal because we're only right. at world tier five so you have a 25 percent chance versus world tier 15 if we get up to that high which i doubt because right. that's going to be like the highest difficulty in the fucking game you're not going to be able to farm that yeah um yeah i'm at 39.7 hours right about four hours right. or 40 hours so, but um end game i think you're going to want to farm between like tier 10 to tier 12 just for efficiency. The enemies aren't going to be too difficult, but they're still going to be farmable at a decent rate, I think. Right. And let me look at uh, world if, tier. If they increase too, man, like, and send me that link whenever you find that. If they increase, you said like uh, tier Every world 10. tier, you're, you're, well, yeah, every world tier, your drop, your legendary drop chance goes up. Like, okay. I think 10, 12, 14 and 15 you get legendaries guaranteed like it just popping the fucking world tier okay. you get one but then on top of that you gotta think end game there's five different suits of armor like full equipment sets right. for each class so that's a lot of armor plus yeah. you've got all of the weapons uh, and one of the accolades the like collect chance for all the different weapons is uh it's fucking there's like 46 unique legendary items was what the accolades said oh, at least damn. we only have access to 10 right at the moment but um yeah i mean they so going to the game they have 40 hours of content planned in the campaign that's what they've said they have at least a 40 hour campaign which is pretty decent that's a good sized campaign and people have been really worried that it's not a live service so since it's not a live service game, they figure they're going to finish the 40 hour campaign. And then what's the point? You know, like game's over, it's done. And their big claim to fame for end game right now is expedition. And which bleach and I are excited for what their end game content looks like. Yeah. What do you think that's going to look like? Jump into that first. So there a was a video. Part. They dropped a video about it. Um, send me the link. Let me Let's watch it. it. Yeah. Send me the link. There's, uh, We'll watch, game, we'll watch that thing. We'll watch that thing, dude. I yeah. think I think that would be sweet. We could if we could have some true end game that feels good, that's fun to replay. Cause I know that people were like, I saw a post on Reddit from like a year and a half ago, them bitching that like, there's no end game. There's only there's horde mode, and that's not an end game. Blah blah blah. blah. I mean, people bitch on Reddit. That's kind of like what Reddit is. But regardless, you know. I think so, now games are games are supposed to come out like they're they're expected to come out with some kind of live service always on kind of compatibility where they're constantly updating and bullshit. But similar, yeah, you know, like like is this really a big thing or a good thing? I don't know. You know, this game's gonna be on PS4, PS5, Xbox. You got Game Pass for PC, Epic, and Steam. 
But what they've said, they haven't confirmed crossplay yet. I think they said no. Yeah. But they haven't. Don't take that out of context. I haven't read up on that specifically. But right. um, they did say that no PvP, which is one thing a lot of people were worried about. But the one thing a lot of people liked is you won't play any recycled content from the main campaign, which oh. almost seems like a direct jab at, say, a Destiny 2 or yeah. a Division 2. Yeah. Where you rerun the same strikes or the same strongholds or the same like your same maps over and over and over and over and over at a chance for a progression item right be it a gun or a piece of armor or whatever right so so you think the expeditions they said there's gonna be 40 expeditions or something like that right it's yeah there's like a good solid roster of them okay. i sent you the link for the video in discord all right let's check this video oh this is the post campaign video all right let's uh let's jump over to that Let's see how this looks. Loading it up right now. Full stream. Oh, we can just watch Peggy it together. Oh, 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 oh. Hello, lovely oh. people. Okay, so you just spent the last 40 hours finishing the epic story campaign, okay, build okay. a badass character, and you're pretty confident that you can handle everything this wicked world throws at you. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. also aware that Outriders yeah, yeah. is a complete experience straight out of the box and doesn't have any life service elements. So, now what? Yeah, that was the part. The complete experience, straight out the box, blah, 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 blah. So they're trying to figure out, like, that that scares a lot of people. I mean, because most games nowadays, we're so used to the Destiny 2 or Gears of War, Call of Duty, where it's supposed to be live service, always on, blah, 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 blah. So coming out with, like, all this content up front is kind of like, well, does that mean the game's going to die quickly? You know what I mean? Because we're so used yeah. to just how it is right now. Fear not, Outriders. We got okay. you. Okay. Your job on Enoch is far from over. We don't want to go into any story spoilers, but for reasons that will become clear, mysterious points of interest have appeared across Enoch. New mysteries and stories are all waiting to be discovered. Precious resources, allowing for even more powerful gear. This is the place okay. where advanced players really get to test their skills. Okay. It's a vicious, but highly addictive post-campaign mode we call Expeditions. Expeditions. Check it out. This is how it works. After finishing the main storyline, you'll find yourself in a new camp. Oh. Among some other additions, you will notice a new station with a map showing... Dude, what if this is like Destiny 2 in that camp? Remember that camp nobody ever went back to? What's that fucking camp called? You know, it's like you, you went to it in Destiny 2. It was like your first camp. And then when you got to the tower, you're like, fuck that camp. <laughs> no one ever went back ever. <laughs> what was that camp called, man? <laughs> Talk about how the you one know, on the hillside on EDZ or what? Yeah, the one on the hillside EDZ. Exactly. Well, they did go. They did go back to it. They went back for Thorn. Yeah, but that was the last. I mean, I'm saying like, remember when Destiny 2 first dropped or whenever it first came out, like, or you came in in Forsaken. Nobody even knew that place existed for the longest time. Yeah, that's true. So I wonder Any if like areas for you to explore. the area we're at now in this oh, game yes. will like go it's to shit. It's pretty important to point out that you won't play any recycled content from mm. the main campaign. Expedition is a big. Who's to say the anomaly doesn't grow out of hand and just wipes mechanics, out the fucking challenges and town or something? Like the yeah. guild fortress. Before yeah. you start an expedition, you will notice the introduction of challenge tiers. Challenged. It's pretty straightforward. The faster you are able to clear a mission, the richer the rewards. Okay. One I important like that. thing has changed though. You so it's time like any direct loot from yeah. the enemies. 
Instead, but I wonder if it has a point system. At the end of an expedition. Oh, it they're doing this like, okay, this is not like a nightfall. Or yeah, I guess it is, because no, because enemies can still drop here. So this is going to be more like a mythic dungeon. So like in World of Warcraft, what happens is your goal is in a mythic dungeon is to run the dungeon as fast as you can. The faster you do it, the more chest you get, the more gear drops. The faster you kill bosses, the faster that the, the less deaths that you have, the more drops you get. Yeah. And but nobody drops gear. So you literally just like a mad dash towards the you end. Speed run. Yeah, you speed run as fast as you can. But with mythic dungeons, just like seems like expeditions are just like mythic dungeons. Because it's gonna be the higher tiers, the more challenges you go up, the harder that shit is, the more gear you like gear score you have to have. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If you manage to complete it. Don't worry though, we won't leave you completely empty-handed, even if you fail all your attempts. Oh shit. In this example, so it's you can space? score a good chunk of epic and rare loot. Three times. Three new tiers. That's all you get? That's because well, we picked four. the highest at your this base moment attempt and then three tier. retries. You can always go lower to one of the previous unlocked tiers, if you feel your strategy or build isn't quite ready yet. Oh, to be so more precise, your three. newly earned tiers are oh, needed for two things. First. Tier's progression unlocks new locations for your team to discover. Okay. Unlocking all 15 of them will grant you access to the final expedition, the Eye of the Storm. So 16. Oh. Second, and similar to our world tier system, selected challenge tiers also determine the difficulty of the mission. Here's the kicker. When we release Outriders, your maximum character level is 30, but your weapons and gear can reach But depending on the expedition progression, it bounces all the way out to uh, 50 or 60. So there's going to be an item level base. So your character is just like Dusty 2 on this situation, where it's going to be like soft cap, light cap, heavy cap. Right, 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 right. Okay. Gosh, that's not bad. Challenge tier level will show you the expected enemy level, uh, which is also the same level range of the loot you will receive at the end of a mission. So before you head into an expedition, make sure to adjust your strategy and equipment accordingly. Okay. There's no other way to go about this. Fuck Expeditions are thing? tough. No, oh. wait, let me rephrase that. Expeditions are brutal, sniper. but for good yeah. reason. This content is intended for battle-hardened outriders battle who really want to get creative with the nitty and gritty details of specialized character builds. Feeling like a well-tuned demigod? Then this is the place for you. Okay. But you might want to bring some demigod co-op friends along as well. You'll need them. You know someone. No matter how like, strong and well-trained like, you think you this are, solo when you into expeditions so, for the first time. So pause it because the two issues with that, like them trying to force drag co-op in, mm. at least for the demo, their scaling on full fire teams is too high. That's one complaint that a lot of people have had. Right. Everything just turns into bullet sponges as soon as you have all three people. Yeah, so it's like Division 2 type shit. Yeah. yeah that but, wasn't fun, um, man. Depends, but yeah. Well, like, when, remember Division 2, I think, what was it, Bullet King Farm? Is that the one? The New York one? Yeah. Where it was like. That wasn't that bad. Like, the only bad part of that mission was that you had to blow the fucking tank up if you did that New York one. What was the highest missions you could do in, like, the highest difficulty? The like legendary, World Tier 5 like, I, right, legendary. Well, yeah, right before we started, well, no, because right before we stopped playing, they came out with like the legendary strongholds. Yeah, but people were cheating it with the damage glitch. Yeah, that's true. But they had to because like the, every enemy took forever to kill. Like, well, you could do it efficiently. There was like, there was a double tech, a striker, and something else build that were just like 
you would farm everything in the room with seeker missiles and wait for your cooldowns and then progress to the next room. Right, right. I mean, there's, there's always going to be that, but I think regardless, this game seems like if the tuning doesn't work out with the three people, and I also wonder, do you have to, is it going to be a, available for everybody? Like, do I just jump into any co-op? Like, hey, we're going to do world tier five co-op like let's yeah go because then somebody. they would have to have like some kind of matchmaking that would gear you with people the same tier hopefully that's the hard part hopefully you know what i mean like what if everything's a bullet sponge you spend an hour trying to clear one expedition my and then you get fucking screwed yeah or like you queue with yourself and a friend and then the third random's like a tier one and you're like tier nine yeah like what are you supposed to do then like you're just wasting your time but I hope it's not like Trials of Osiris where you just burn your chance and like you just can't go back. Like, what if that happens? Are you just done for the week? Like, I well, I wonder if it would be on like a weekly or like a monthly. Well, they'd have to have it. No way, it's monthly because hey. there would they wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. But even weekly seems like it's too limited. Like, maybe yeah. like a daily set challenge amount because daily, say you get to run it four times a day, that becomes like a Genshin thing where you play till you run out of resin and then you're done. Right. Even then, like, what about people who want to hard charge and try and get as much shit as they can? Like, you get through the first three tiers. They gave you the first three or four for free, right? You're able to do those over and over and over again. So that's what you're going to do early end game. You're going to basically run those expeditions and get up to whatever, item level 50. But then what happens? Like, you have, after that, you have four chances. If that goes to shit, oh well. Like, can't go any higher? That kind of sucks. Like, you're, they're... They're time gating it without time gating. You know what I'm saying? I mean, well, I guess it is a time gate, literally. Depends on what events and stuff they do too. Right. Yeah, that's true. They might extend it. This is they might just figure out that people want more and they'll just unleash it. You know? Become much more yeah. if you want to even reach the ultimate challenge. Okay. Stoked yet? Good. Before we dive more into expeditions though, we must first touch on another exciting subject that is heavily linked to this game mode. Okay. It's one of the most compelling and important core features of Outriders. Modding, crafting, Loot. and everything in go. between. Upgrading and modifying your gear is an integral part of Outriders integral. and gives you unparalleled freedom to strive for that perfect build. Okay. Dedicated players can experiment with a myriad of combinations to maximize and adapt their effectiveness for any given challenge. Okay. It's the foundation for countless hours of fun, <coughs> in the case Sorry. of expeditions, even mandatory for survival. Let's talk about mods first. Mods are passive skills that can significantly alter the way your weapons, armor, or abilities work. Yep. For instance, so positive effects yep. to your gun. So you got tier one, tier two, and tier three. Let me go back. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I see it. So at your tier one the mods are at their weakest form and then if you change tiers if you have tier two of like bleed or tier th one of bleed it's the basic bitch version right like he's got shots regenerate your health essence thief what if shots regenerate your health two is like 50 percent regen instead of uh, basic bitch right because also his weapon life leech in that is 17.3 percent Right. So he's getting shots regen plus the weapon life leech. So he's stacking right now whatever that shots regen is plus the weapon life leech on the weapon. So say you upgrade that weapon to epic. Now your life leech becomes 30% plus that mod. So say you upgrade that mod. Now you're just stacking more and more and more vampirism essentially. Right. 
And so, what do you think the problem is? Do you think that tier three mods will only work on legendaries? Well, the only tier three mods we've seen have been on legendaries. Hmm. So, like blue weapons will only be able to use tier one. Purples on tier two. Legendaries. On Purples tier are allowed tier two, but you can craft weapons. They talked about it. You can craft all the way from white up to uncommon, which is green, up to rare, and then up to epic, and then legendary, if you so choose. But the question is, how much resources does that burn? Yeah, I know. Well, if the end game on the expeditions only allows you to run those three missions over and over again and time gates the rest, that's probably where you get your material farm in. Like, eventually you're going to get to the point where you're so overpowered that just having those tiers one through three, like, if I were the developers, right? If I, if I had my magic wand, wherever I usually hold my here we go, magic wand. If I was the developers, after you hit a certain item level, then I would just unlock the prior three. So like, all right, let's say this. I think they said expedition levels one through three. I think it's up from level item level 30 to 45 or whatever. Okay, if you hit 55 item level, then all of a sudden you should unlock expeditions four and five and be able to rerun those. So that way you have a chance of getting higher level tier, like loot and stuff like that, and not get the penalty. You're of building a stable foundation rather than rushing through all the content. Right, because then if not, then you're rushing through the content. And if you, just say you have ba four bad runs in a row because you're trying to play solo, well then you're screwed. You're time get it out of that week and you have to go back to doing one through three. Whereas if you've unlocked up to a certain point, you should be penalized every week by having to just stay one through three. Because four weeks, five weeks, six weeks down the road of this game coming out, all of a sudden everybody's just farming one through three because they've already cleared nine, ten, eleven, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, depend. I think the higher scaling is going to give you the better loot. So if you can farm it efficiently, why not go six, seven, eight? Hmm. Be it by yourself or in a duo. I think... From just from the demo, so there's a lot unsaid. We don't know what scaling is going to be like in full release. Right. So, your solo and duo comps that are solo, I can kill the captains in three shots with a marksman rifle, or right. with the like this the either the bolt action or the like the burst ones. I can do it in like four shots. Right. Um, duos, it takes like four mags with blighted or twisted or the other rounds. Right. Right. So. so that's gonna be. Yeah, we'll have to see how that plays out. And I think once you have the ability to change mods, I think we have a lot there. You know what I'm saying? Like with the crafting and the modding, I think that's gonna be a big, big help. I think personally. Yeah. And again, we've people have fleshed out like different builds and made all these videos and stuff. But again, these are the basic bitch versions up to level seven. We're not a third of the way. We're not a fourth of the way through the content. Right. Yeah. At least on a level scale issue, because if it goes up to thirty and then scales from there. 7, 4, 28, so you're looking at 1 fourth, and you're still missing two levels. Right. And then it just keeps going as you go. My interest is, if the expedition level is an item level instead of a class perk level, mm. does that mean we only get 30 class levels to put skills into the skill trees? Yeah. Or into the 30 to 50, are we still getting class perks to start building into second or third trees? Yeah. Ooh. That'd be nice. That'd be a nice perk if you're able to say like, you can say you can yeah. build, you can fully build Devastator for up close, but then also start building down the tank tree. Yeah. Or say you can do Trickster for building him for like the splash uh, jump damage versus like 
building just straight up uh, back, like critical, um, like shooting him in the back. Right, right. That'd be tough. I mean, that'd be smart. I think as they go through expeditions, you're able to unlock, like, higher expeditions unlock more skill points that you can use. Because if the enemies are going to continue to get, like, more and more tankier, right, as you play, basically, your goal is to get more and more powerful, get more and more damage. That all makes sense. But at the same time, what's one way to do that? We'll just have a stat percentage gain on, like, your shotgun damage. Like, by getting one skill point, rather than trying to get lucky on a build. Running into you know? the division issue of playing for percentages for hours. Yeah, exactly. Instead, you just get these base gains based on what's already in your skill tree. When we were helpful. doing, when we were doing like specific builds, say, like we did the M1A builds, and we were playing for percentages on like the glass cannon backpack and the chest piece that dealt like double headshot damage and like the gloves that you were stacking with a certain class type to make it so you had uh, damage and reload speed, so you can just as quick as you could empty your mag, you right. can keep just sending it. Right, right. So there's something similar. So there's something that is, I like the crafting, but we'll have to get our hands on before we can really kind of get it. Because possibly we don't know what we're getting our hands on. Or, you know, it seems like, for example, they've unlocked these mods. So those mods are available to you. That's nice. Yeah. I like that. So you don't have to it's have that the library mod. system. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I'm glad they did that because, quite honestly, if they didn't do that, that'd be stupid. <laughs> that'd be, there'd be now, so many mods. There is. Well, yeah. You're only looking at weapon mods, you're not looking at armor mods. Yeah, and this is only tier 1 mods, not tier 2 or tier 3, or if there's a difference, you know, I'm not sure if it's even a difference, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see what they actually do with that. For instance, right. they can add effects to your gunplay, irrespective of your class. Sticking your enemy with a nasty status effect like freeze, bleed, weaken, toxic, and many more. With rare and specialized mods equipped, you can even get a taste of the powers of a whole different class. For example, Golem's Limp is a legendary shotgun. It will grant its wield a Devastator's Golem yep. skin for 3 seconds Level three. after every killing shot. In this case, helping out a Pyromancer. Right. Or maybe you get lucky and find this little gem, which takes a page from the Trickster's book about bending time and space. Okay. This mod will hit your Pause. opponent with a slow effect, like the Trickster's men. Okay. So what's dumb, if you rewind a moment, the okay. perk on Grim Marrow and on Migraine. On okay. Grim Marrow, it's the main perk. On Migraine, it's the second perk. They're broken in the demo. Like Singularity? Yeah, they have it where whenever it kill, killing it shots does a killing an shot. Anomaly Singularity would destroy the Singularity explodes, dealing whatever amount of damage to enemies within the field. Right. Issue being, it doesn't proc. It literally, out of like oh. hundreds of times you've ki you killing something, it does not proc. Migraine, uh -huh. I farmed almost all of my submachine gun kills with Migraine mm -hmm. and maybe got it to proc twice. What? I was proccing the breed or the bleed every shot, which is intended, but right. Grim Marrow and Migraine, their like off perk is so wrong. They have some work to do with probably some of this yeah. balancing tuning. Yeah, that makes sense. And then they talked about Golems, which Golems having its uh, like the producing golem on killing shot that one works just fine trust me right yeah so <laughs> I, that's cool. i farmed working on the prevented golem damage with that and then you hook up the armor piece that has it so every time you kill something with golem active it extends the duration by one and a half seconds 
so if you're killing one of the captain areas and you're just running a train on everything that's spawning you will literally block everything that's shooting at you for the duration of the fight right and so on builds that have more damage that's a great tool to have because if you're running trickster and you want to jump into the fray you start you put that on a shotgun with that piece of armor now all well, of a sudden you're faster yeah, the, you have a slow and on top of that you have the golem armor just in case well yeah the other thing you're not thinking about though is each class each class type has its own way of like regening health and or yeah. with trickster's case generating a shield on every kill so not only with the golem's perk are you getting a shoot or a, the golem generation for three seconds you're generating shield and health so you're uh, regening health you're generating a shield so they have to break the shield before they can hit your health and the armor prevention with golem is already reducing damage even getting to the shield so you just become tanky as fuck right, right. zon got golem on his trickster and we were watching it in awe it was disgusting that's crazy but that's cool that they're going to be adding that because that gives you more like it gives you more things that you can do in the game versus like um being stuck in your class or feeling like you're you're not your only damage dealer or your only one thing you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah and i like the fact that you don't have to like be stuck in one class like like one path you can just delete all your points and put them into something else if you wanted to you know what i'm saying yeah. i love that too that's that's pretty cool you can just really mix and match based on like similar items to like you get the or whatever similar to like borderlands system where they had the you could just wipe your skill tree and just yeah, so if you get a new gun that works better on a certain class tree, you can just switch and try that playstyle out. So I do like the custom ability. I think they did a really good job thinking about these things in a logical but easier standpoint. Like, I think one thing New World has done really shitty. Like, I'm looking forward to playing New World, but their crafting and customization and then their stats allotment is super weird. It's just, it's just out there. There's like too many of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't looked into it very much. So, so like, for example, this game, it's like you go through this class tree. This class tree gives you 5% shotgun bonus. And the next gives you 5% piercing resistance. So there's only a couple things that are, like, really are there. Like, piercing damage and certain bonuses, right? Yeah. In New World, they have, like, well, you can have piercing damage, but you can also have a modifier gem that you can put on piercing damage where we'll add a bleed damage modifier, but you, that can be counteracted by this gem if you put this gem. It's like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Just keep it piercing. Sounds like some Path of Exile shit where people were doing... Yeah. You had to run, like, slot gems into all your weapons, your armor and everything, and then you could link the gems to that way to then, like... So here's cooldown on all my skills well here's a skill added to my armor that makes it so whenever i kill something i regen right so then every time you kill you're instantly regening like there's yeah too it's many like moving too parts. much like so i think new world went that way i, I appreciate the developers of this game taking their I'm time actually, speaking of world uh i was actually looking at outer worlds the other day i know it's a total spin-off yeah that's a but yeah. it's more like a fallout game it looks mm -hmm. pretty interesting i'm debating on grabbing it it was on sale for like 30 bucks but... i hear it's a great game i, mean, I haven't uh, checked it out it, yet it's like budget fallout but not as much of a buggy mess from what i heard yeah as the developers of fallout that left the studio and made their own game yeah. so it's like almost just like fallout but just in a different world setting pretty yeah but uh, getting back uh, on topic yeah let's get back let's to just try this video, yeah 
the jam, which takes a page from the Trickster's book about bending time and space. Which doesn't work. This mod will hit your opponent with a slow effect, like the Trickster's melee attack. But okay. here we see a Technomancer making use of it. So broadly speaking, we're looking at two types of mods. General mods, as just described, can be applied to boost or alter how your weapons and armor work. Yeah. But we also have skill mods, which are class specific. Those bad Ooh. boys can amplify and change any of your eight and nine. Oh, so they have class mods as well. Yeah, on armor. Oh. So like your trickster blade has two procs now, your skill cooldowns are shorter, your uh, the one that like you kill something and it regens like your cooldown on it your uh your the slow bubble hat or the domain expansion has like one meter domain more expansion <laughs> yeah that fucking meme <laughs> nah man it's cool that they're doing that so like this one uh, marshall's helmet endless mass increase the skills of radius by 25 percent. we don't know what that skill does but we do know what life absorption on gravity leap Heal for 100% of damage dealt. If your target dies, heal 200% of damage dealt on one piece so of gear. Yeah, so if you drop on adds, you just instantly refill your health. That's awesome. But depending on how much damage you dealt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. They had a couple other ones. Uh, let's see. This one. Differential downpours armor. This is like on Technomancer. So Scrapnel doubles the number of mines that can be thrown before triggering cooldowns. Yep. So that means you get to throw two of the like trigger mines. Yep. Fixing wave, cleansing wind, activating the skill removes negative statuses from allies and grants five seconds immunity to them. Yeah. So like a healer. Remember how I was saying Technomancer is going to be like a healer? Yeah. So, i.e. it's removing all status debuffs and making it so your teammates are immune for five seconds from oh. status debuffs. Okay. So you can't be bled. You can't be stunned. You can't be on fire or shocked. Right. That's dope. There's another one too they had here for looks like Pyromancer. The overheat. Um decrease the skills cooldown by 50%. So we do have overheat and I tried it on Pyromancer. That skill's kind of lackluster, but one thing that is cool is anything that it like puts the burning effect on everybody in the area that allows you to heal yourself basically, but just as a giant radius. Giant radius, like hmm. you hit everybody. Like on that captain farm, I could hit literally everybody in the entire farm. So the second perk they've got is not only can you decrease his cooldown by fifty percent, you also have it two pops before you have to trigger his cooldown. Right. And so anything, so with heat wave, for example, anything that was on fire takes double what and it explodes. It does double damage and explode like immediately. So heat so, wave is how you proc anything that's already on fire. So if you have a fire weapon, not only are you healing yourself. Because it fire you any fire damage and any damage you do to somebody on fire, you get healed. But on top of that, you can do a tidal wave instantly, basically, and, and do double damage. Two seconds before you go on. Mm -hmm. Look at the armor rating, and he's at item level thirty. So in the demo, we're at item level nine, and uh, the highest I've seen was three sixty eight. Oh. That motherfucker is at item level 30 at 2300. And the item levels we saw like go up to like 56, 70. That being said, in one of the other crafting videos I've watched, I've seen like item level 45 and the armor power was at 4000. Oh shit. So it like exponentially scales with the expedition tiers, I think. Right. But it's hard to say without seeing it firsthand. Right. Well, we'll get our hands on it in what, two weeks, right? Yeah, the like first. That? Yeah. You'll get back from your trip. On the 27th and the next Thursday, we get it. Hey, and then we get the 12 hour stream that we're going to be doing.
it's the third. What's your? That's Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Your eight oh, anomaly infused powers per class and can only be applied to armor. Like giving a trickster a second temporal. Okay, so pause again. How about See how they had. Damage radius. Um, he has tier one, yeah. tier two, tier three of the armor perks. So there's the base version and then the tier two that'll go on epics. The yep. tier three will be the legendary armor perks. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So tier one being, he's mentioned earlier that tier one being only applicable to blues. Right. Tier two to epic and tier three to legendary. So that means each tier is in its own league and you can't cross swap. I wonder if you can swap up. Like if you could put hmm. one of these, the tier ones onto one of the epics or the other legendaries. Yeah. Because in the legendary armor he showed a minute ago, there was a tier three in slot one and a tier two in slot two. Hmm. I'm guessing so, good. I mean, makes sense. I mean, what I'm interested in is if the legendary perks on armor are good, is that cross-class ability? Like, if I pick up a Devastator class ability and I want to play it on Technomancer, will that... I don't think that cross... That class splice would work, no. Like, I think you would want, like, Trickster and Devastator, or you would want, like, Pyro and Trickster. You wouldn't... Techno is kind of weird, because Techno is basically, like, your pocket healer. Right. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, I'm just I'm excited that they have so many different ways of doing moving it. parts. Yeah, it's a lot of different moving parts, so it, it really lends itself to trying different things. Pretty interesting. To armor, like giving a trickster a second temporal slice, yeah, or how about that. increasing the damage radius and ammo of your Technomancer's rocket launcher? Oh, this be rocket by equipping the Spike Forest mod, yep. a Devastator is able to stick his worries on much more than just one skewer. All our mods are segmented into three tiers, and you're able to collect them by dismantling the found gear that holds them. The rarity of a piece will determine what mod tier and amount of mods it might spawn with. Except for our legendary Holy gear, shit. which has 6,600 firepower on this weapon. No. These specific items. This would be the mods in the tier 3 category, weapon. for instance. So far, so good. Now here's a really cool thing. Once collected, you can apply and mix-match your mods however you want. Let's say you went through hell and back on a challenge, got lucky, and walked away with the legendary assault rifle Absolute Zero. Yes, it absolutely wreaks havoc, and fricked on a challenge, and walked away with the legendary assault rifle. 3216, let it scroll for a split second. Assault rifle, absolute so it guarantees freeze, and then zero. inflicts vulnerable yes, for like 8 seconds. Yeah. And freezing so it's a tier 3, tier awesome. 2. But you know what's yeah. even more awesome? Exactly. Frozen enemies that get struck by lightning. So let's get to it. Luckily, I found a legendary weapon called Thunderbird earlier. So you so can And with my there. much higher level now, I decided to dismantle it and go for the mods. Quick piece of intel though. If a weapon already has two mods slotted, you can only change one of those two. Oh, mods. so you can change one Now mod let's select the ultimate Storm Whip mod, weapon. the one we scored but earlier. But you can change either. And the slot yeah, on the weapon with the nice. mod we want to replace. It's not like Division now, 2 all we have to do in order one. to get this that's new it. dream weapon build. So say they don't fix Grimmero's singularity perk and you wanted to keep. 390 the second one that right. makes it beautiful and this is just one little example how you can alter and upgrade every single piece of gear in outriders okay so what else can we do in this crafting table improve rarity lets us improve the primary parameters of every item that isn't epic 4836 yeah that's for your wearables by the way hovering over the crafting options 
will reveal a color code explaining what mm -hmm. rarity is needed so for raise your attributes to blue purple or rare usual rare epic and legendary next up swap variant here you can alter how your weapon fires and behaves in the field each weapon offers different variants depending on the type of weapon oh. you can unlock even more variants as your character level progresses and last so do you want least, like an level. AR that shoots yeah. more like a sub up close or do you want an AR that shoots at a distance more like, reticle for more headshot damage or crit that's crazy that's, I didn't even know they had that that's like super cool man and then <laughs> there's the other cool. good part they've got a level up system so say you have a gun that you really like and you like the feeling of it but it's only level like he's at level like 30 or 40 I'm right. assuming since yeah. he's got 5k gear but He's that IR is level 24. If he wants to bump that up, he can't. That'd be a waste. But what? I mean, still, which is pretty much as straightforward as it sounds. Similar to improved rarity, uh, raising a level of your equipment will boost firepower or armor. Um, I think it's pretty obvious. Iron. Iron. If you're really into tinkering, scrap with leather, iron. Outriders will give you a lot of creative titanium and then shards. Yeah. With about 350 individual mods across weapons, armor, yeah. and skills, players have a lot of possibilities to experiment and cool. home in on that perfect build. Also keep in mind, everything we just saw in the crafting department is directly linked to this. Fine-tuning your skills and equipment in conjunction with the skill tree. Yeah, yeah, a skill yeah. tree that you can respec at any time without any cost. Yep, and this good. is where things really get interesting. That's good. Makes you wonder how deep this rabbit hole goes, doesn't it? Expeditions will challenge you and your team not only on a skill level, but also on how well your builds are tuned and in sync mm. with another. That's why going deep into customization aspects of our drivers is not only super fun, but also vastly improves your lifespan on Enoch in general. Tune and optimize your skill tree for the challenge right. ahead and find effective ways to complement the available power so say the So say one person builds pure damage. Right and then you're too squishy bring in a devastator right right and then make sure they're a certain class skill with make sure they areas. still have a decent amount of damage but mostly built for bulk right 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 yeah that's gonna be the hard part is finding that balance like what do you like let's take a second here what are you planning to do like what's what are you gonna build out first first i'm gonna do devastator i trickster is the best for damage but i want to be like i do not want to die right Gotcha. I'm thinking between Technomancer as a healer or going Trickster just your close range DPM. I really like the Trickster. I thought the Trickster is really good. I think I'll probably play Pyromancer last. Like, I, I might. I've got the feeling they're going to pull some jank shit and make Pyro busted. You start so with I Pyro? think I think no, I'm going to do Devastator first and foremost, right. and then I might do it's a coin toss between Trickster and Pyro. I haven't played Pyro in the demo yet. Mm, I played through Devastator, I played through Trickster, and I did a little bit of Technomancer. I got it to seven in World Tier 5 and stopped. Right, yeah. Most of my legendary grinding was on Trickster, and then I swapped to Dev and did like two hours and got that Golems. Right. Dude, the reflect damage on Devastator is so broken. It's so broken. <laughs> it's but it's so almost, much. it's good, but it's almost counterproductive. Like. Not you, if, if you you're farming well yeah you, but if you're you farming your accolades yeah if you're farming well, yeah that that instance you're right because if you have the auto reflect one where you can still shoot but it yeah. bounces back 50 percent damage and then you have that one that i showed you that has like the target with the most hp takes the most damage yeah. still mm -hmm. um 
or takes 50% more increased damage. If you have two of those, you're essentially still only dealing half the damage. Yeah. So. But still, like I'm thinking about it from an expedition standpoint. You have a pyromancer, a trickster, and a devastator, right? And you're specked out for reflect. You can still be shooting, and the people standing behind your shield get to shoot through their skills and not take. You're damage. still thinking from limited early game experience. Well, yeah. We don't I know mean, what end game is going to be like. The horde. You know. The horde could be that much more. Like even through the reflect, they could still kill you because that yeah. auto version of reflect only reflects half the amount of damage. Mm, that's true. So if you don't have golems up or you're not stacked for full HP slash armor, you could just get fucked. Right. Yeah, that's not. It's tough, man. But I just still think the reflect is broken. I just remember running that boss mod. For that, now, that it's boss. broken. But but yeah, it's broken right now. But still, like it's crazy how much. How cool it is. Especially when you want to nice take on higher game. world tiers in a story campaign, for instance. Okay, we covered crafting and upgrading your gear. Let's okay. talk a little bit more about expeditions. As I said in the beginning, all of our expeditions are like big, bespoke yeah, new levels in the game. It's fucking just and we have 14 blue on the ground. ready for you to conquer when we ship so on February 2nd, 2021. Oh, February 2nd, Of course, we want to leave that? the excitement and fun of exploring these new areas for you. But hey, let's take a quick peek, shall we? Sensed a deep, humming noise reverberating from deep within the forest. This is level one. It comes and goes, but during our journey it has grown louder. This is like dungeons, this gate, it is more piercing than ever. Because everything's very scripted, so this is just I like dungeons. Procedurally generated. Are they pushed? Really? Well, no, you're, you're was same right instance over home. and over and over, but... Yeah. Teeth are chattering from the vibration. Hold on. Strange structure. That motherfucker had five buffs and then it dropped to two buffs. That's a buffs. Everybody's level thirty. Well, yeah, everybody's. This is he won. This is the first one. It's the first expedition. Yeah. Kind of switch over. And so there. it's time. Why is this not sprinting? What are you doing? Because it's the fucking demo. <laughs> Sprint, you dumbasses. Look at your timer. Come on. Lucky Square Enix is that guy's name. Robbie uh, Square Yeah, Robbie Enix. Square Enix. Yeah, Lucy. Oh, Lucy, not bad. So I just started the encounter. Dagger. Through it, no problem. Burning wall. The other one's techno with blighted rounds. The green rounds are blighted. Blighted? Yeah. Nice view. It's the Techno's poison rounds. Four minutes. Anobolus. Yeah, you can see top right. They have a Could Pyro and a Techno opposite yeah. of him. On his back, he's got Airy Master, though, which is a broken ass shotgun. Yeah, he does. They're all legendaries. It seems like everybody's gonna have legendaries regardless at level 30. Like, every gun's gonna be legendary. Thanks. Captain's up the ass. Yeah, the captain's up. Holy crap. I don't even know if those are captains. Those might just be a huge, like, heavy. Like, oh, he heavy. teleported out of that wall. Yeah. Dagger. Dagger. Ah, oh, he used it. No. 
I wonder if it was an armor perk. Everything in there was frozen, not just slowed. Perk. Yeah, might be. Look at the amount of debuffs on that thing. I know. That's gonna be crazy. So their mission in the time slot is locate the drop pod before the storm hits, and they've got three allotted check marks. There's boss. Double boss. Double boss. Of course. You definitely, yeah, you definitely need to add clear. So, like, yeah. Pyro or Trickster Dagger. Yeah, for sure. The guy has been taking a lot of damage. But they're also using ARs. Yeah. We can't wait for you and your friends to face Enoch's ultimate challenges. I hope you liked what you saw, Jesus. and as always, stay safe a out there and take Hopefully care of each other. No, out. that was level 30. Right. So he had like one legendary drop that we saw at level 30. So that's expedition like one, two, or three then, because otherwise he starts tearing up. Right. This is the thing. Their interest peaked up by the demo. Players have begun to wonder what the finished Outriders experience will be like, including what to expect from games and game content. Thankfully, people can fly. I've already outlined plenty of details. So it says that they were taking lessons from looter shooters in the past, while also saving a few tricks up its sleeve for the game's most dedicated players. Um, let's see what to expect from Outriders endgame content. Um, the core campaign of Outriders will last around 40 hours. It's a lot of content. I mean, for a campaign, that's pretty good. Not going to hate them whatsoever. Um, our lengthier campaign comes with the fact that people fly Outriders live service game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main hook of Outriders endgame content are missions called Expeditions. So that is going to be the thing. 14 with a 15th hidden one. Right. Um, 14, Mysterious 15th, yada yada yada. Uh, so they're dungeons like you were talking about. Yeah, only at the very end once the mission is complete. It's similar to endgame systems of Diablo 3 or more or World of Warcraft expansion, like I was telling you with Mythic Dungeon. Um, the quicker players complete the expedition, the more loot they were rewarded. For. Um, but their gear can be leveled up to 50. So 50 is going to be the hard cap for end game gear early for early end game like if they start right. releasing future content and stuff pops up it should change yeah absolutely they'll probably add more expeditions or something new too um so we'll see this is yada 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 talk about that so yeah again they talk about the same thing and they actually have the video that they posted here it's the post campaign content video we just watched um my biggest fear so far is the time gating like, so how World of Warcraft did it, I thought was pretty smart. They had something called a key system, but how they time gated it was that there was 12 dungeons that you could run, but you chose what key you would run them at. But once they were cleared, they were done for the week until reset. So you could do all 12 dungeons at, at key, like a key two, you won't get great gear, but you can get all the, you can get chances of gear at each tier two. Problem is, if you it's called pushing a key in Mythic Dungeon. So you try and push a key further. If they only give you four chances to push a key, like every week, that's not like 
It's not a lot of time. But we don't know if it's weekly. We don't. I know we don't, but I'm saying... So say it's daily. So then instead of four chances in a week, suddenly you have 28. Right. That's a different story. 100%. Different fucking story. But still, if it's four chances per day, what will the end game look at even if it's four chances per day? Like, what are you going to do outside of that? Work on another class? Like, try and farm materials? I don't... I, yeah, there's going to be a decent amount of hoarding you need to do, it seemed like, because he bumped up that one blue from, like, level 24, and he was looking at bumping it to 30, which made it seem like it's got an auto cap to whatever your max is. Right. So, say I'm trying to bump up a level 20 legendary, which is probably going to be worthless because the mods and stuff aren't going to be the same. Yeah. It should scale on a percentage, but it probably won't. But if you want to bump up just the base damage and the perks of that weapon, right? whatever getting it from 20 to 30 is going to take a huge chunk of resources. Right. That's going to be the interesting part. We have to really figure out what the amount of materials are, what the material farm is going to be. We already know there's going to be a material farm almost day one. Someone's going to figure it out, right? Yeah. So when that material farm comes out, it just... I think it might take that Genshin route that you were talking about earlier in the podcast, where, quite honestly, get on, try and push your four. Do your dailies and bounce. If yeah, if that doesn't work, you get some materials, you call it a day, you go. You know what I'm saying? Until you it's fail. My, that's my Apex deal right now, is right. I get on, I do the event stuff, I do my, like, one or two of my weekly stuff for battle pass progression, and then I'm like, fuck it, I'm bored. Right. Or I'm, before I get trigger-induced. Well, that's the thing, is like, do you think that this game is going to stay around for a long time because of that, though? I mean, how many times can you do that hamster wheel before, like, fuck? I mean, I personally, like, for example, World of Warcraft, I think I pushed up to level 10 keys. But after not getting gear, like, gear that I needed after a certain time, I was like, fuck do it. Fuck's the point. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm worried that that system... It's like, again, doing DZ. Yeah. Doing, like, farming. Say we're going in for an AR or a piece of like a certain set and it takes us a six hour session to get one drop of the right say i want gloves of that set and i keep getting backpack boots or chest piece right now but time gate on that because the dutch DC. did say something that changed my opinion on that a little bit because they made it so you can farm specific things so say if you wanted to farm a stronghold for an ar and a certain brand of AR, you could do that. Mm. Now, if you wanted to do like, he made it so you could do, he made it sound like, I don't know for sure. I don't remember. Cause it's been what, like eight, nine episodes, while, but yeah. uh, he made it sound like you could also farm gear pieces and work on your sets or like work on, say you want to farm a glass cannon backpack and you want to get that specific piece of gear or like the advanced version, you can keep rolling backpack specifically, but if it's not, brand guaranteed that reduces the quality of the like farm a little bit hey don't know what what you're going to get what brand you're going to get if what stats might roll on it yeah i think division two kind of went the opposite direction they had too much rng they kind of fixed it with these specific farms where you farm backpacks farm ars and you just hope you get the ar that you need with the stats in this game it seems like they have the farm but they're they're time gating what the farm is going to be and they're going to probably heavily rely on upgrading items, which will mean that material farm is going to be the thing to do. But how long can you material farm before you're just like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? 
I mean, it yeah. seems like it's going to be a game you might play daily, but maybe not play six hours of. You play two hours of, clear four expeditions, fail, be done, get whatever materials are in the expeditions, or out. Man. Yeah. Which is not bad. I mean, it, that's, I think, personally, for a non-live service game, what else can you expect? I mean, they don't have PvP. There's no raids. There's no... There's nothing like that. I mean, there's no longevity outside of the expeditions. And if the expeditions, yeah, if the expeditions are time gated, by time you level three different characters or five, there will be like, there is like the accolade, like, fashion endgame version of it again. Right. But only to a certain extent. Like, if you hit a plateau where like me and Zon, Zon hit fucking accolade twenty and stopped playing the demo. He was like, I don't care. Yeah, because accolades start getting to the point where you have to hit like 20 of them for a level or 25 of them for a level, which is rough because every time you up an accolade, you only get one. So you get tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four, tier five. Say you do all five of your SMGs. That's one fifth of your fucking progression for that accolade level. Right. That's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. I think that's just people. I think that'll happen naturally as you play the game. I think they built that not to try and grind out. I don't think that's an end game piece of content. I think it's just an additional piece of content, but not necessarily end game piece. Of content. Yeah, I think it's just something like, hey, hey, guess what? You've been using an SMG for a long time. Here's a cool banner that you can get. You know what I mean? Like, kind of seems like what's gonna be like. Um, is there anything in the game that you're really specifically interested in that you think is going to be of outside of the expedition is there anything like i personally think like i think the storyline from what we've seen the demo is pretty cool i actually like yeah the like their character development's going to be interesting more so than just oh i'm a human popsicle getting the captain america effect here yeah. i'm back 31 years later yeah man. i'm the i'm the badass from earth yeah, they had this. Uh, they had that one scene where he goes to kill that uh, the guy who lives in the basement of the tower, and he's like, he's like, "Are you, are you that guy's name?" He's like, "I don't give a fuck about the girl. I'm here for you, bitch." It's <laughs> like, yeah, just murders him. Like, uh, I not, love like, not this Reiner, story. but Barker. Barker, that's the one. Yeah, are you Barker. Yeah, it just yeah. I love like. His He's like, you hear to- Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a good time. I mean, that's, I mean, that's how the game should be, though. I think it's the storyline's good. It's. But that was a creative way to introduce the other vendor besides the old man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, they've done a great job with the storylines so far. I'm, I'm interested. And, dude, remember that boss came in? The first, that first big boss with the lightning and stuff? Home, whatever Goss? homeboy's name was? Goss. Goss, yeah. The guy dude. in the tower, yeah. That intro was crazy like yeah. seeing him walk out and just like take tape off i was like okay we better fight <laughs> you know, yeah bumps. i was like i talked to good. arc about it a little bit and he said it very reminisced like a star wars entrance yeah like oh yeah darth maul versus obi-wan and qui-gon and or phantom menace where they all disrobe and just pop their lightsabers and like all right bitch let's go yeah man it's like a, it's like a I don't know, just such a cool entrance to a, a an evil character without the character even saying a word. They did like yeah. a good job. That's what I'm saying. I think the storyline itself is good. I think the one downfall I don't like about the game is there's not enough open world stuff. For me. It's very 
like proceed like this lane or this lane or this lane and those are your lanes yeah to deal with it. you know like i'm not a but that's that, but. for the most part that's been square enix all of the final fantasies games until they're more recent like open world stuff right and their mmos but people can fly every gears game's been linear yeah like that's true you get to this point you get to this point you get to this point you go you're gonna go do this mission you can only follow this route right or the map is cutting off behind you like you're getting chased into a certain segment of the map right and I think but go ahead. something you're forgetting about i think there's going to be a more open world element of it because we don't have access to the convoys yet the trucks that's true that's true so i don't know if there's going to be like the trucks are the easy deployment route or are they going to be like that's our new fast travel function is just it does a cutscene. you hop in your truck and go a to b right. like depends right that would be interesting too yeah i'm wondering i don't i'd like if they did yeah. like a mission where you're in a convoy and something happens and you get cut off from your trucks or you get dropped in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and you have to fight your way back to either the camp or some like lost outriders or an extension of like the human civilization that's out on their own just fighting in the wilds because the game is a fight for survival you are goss is him lighting up anybody within his domain because he wants all the resources right right you going to do that fight is to open a supply route for you and the people at the barn right so yeah i think as the story progresses i was going to say earlier too on a linear path easier to tell a story because you know where the player is going to be next so you can like an open world games it kind of sucks because you can like i know personally for me like i am side mission and that's how i roll like i will side mission everything until i'm super powerful and then i'll come back to the main mission but i've you know would have read lore and checked out characters and heard things so i kind of knew what the main mission was before i even fucking played it you know but it's kind of nice the linear play style it's 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 very much scripted but in a if the story is good it can be scripted like god of war was very scripted but amazing you know like you just kind of went from here to here but was that is a that is a lore based game developed over a decade yeah you had one then you had two then you had three then they did a time skip with four like they did judgment in a prequel between one and two they did uh what are the fuck like gears i think they did a fifth one they did like marcus's kid was trying to develop and do a bunch of stuff and mm -hmm. they like the government made a bunch of androids to help combat if the grubs ever came back and then like all of our toxic waste was making more grubs hidden underground it was it was oh, yeah. yeah it was it was weird yeah it's weird i watched like playthroughs of it but i i don't i haven't had xbox since 360 so right <laughs> yeah so what what parts of outriders are you really looking forward to and what are some things you're kind of like iffy about i want to see crafting depending on like the tier system of can i sock legendaries with other legendaries can i sock legendaries with epics can i sock blues with epics is there a way to like cross transfer uh, I want to see if um, with expeditions, I want to see the pace you go up from one to five. Mm. And then if you plateau or if you can keep climbing, how much you need to grind, say one to three to get to four and five, right. how much you need to grind four and five to get to six, seven, eight. I want to, um, 
the other one I want to know is I want to know this the the rate we get the class perks at to unlock like your entire skill tree because he showed having the 19 skill perks towards the end of the video that still was like a tree and a half but it also wasn't the entire tree going just yeah. one side it was part of it up part of it down part of it all the way to the third section like right, it, he was right. all over the place i want to see if you can focus one side complete it and then start a second one right so how many skill points we will actually be able to get at yeah and if there's more skill points that might be unlocked or if not end game at least to the point of expeditions right because if you're going into expeditions without a full kit you're fucked from what we right. saw oh yeah absolutely and on top of that if you don't add skill points later to the game because a lot of those skill points that we were playing with give you like a very 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 base base amount of of like uh five percent more damage to a close weapon five percent damage to shotguns and smgs like that's a big boost in expeditions if you've got things stacked up that way that's a lot that boost isn't very much when we're only level nine and our gear is only 300. that boost right. is massive when we're gear 30 and our gear is like 3000. yeah suddenly oh, your five percent is much higher huge scale. huge so i'm saying but if you can get a couple skill perks like expedition five and up has two percent chance of giving you an extra skill perk well that gives me a reason to come back and play those again especially and try to get efficient at them rather than right. just skinnier teeth yeah right i mean if i'm maybe clearing sevens and eights but i have a two percent chance of getting a skill point of five or six that incentivizes me as a player to help newer players clear to that continue content. to grow your foundation again like we were talking about. exactly so it kind of gives you a reason to do it i think that high tier players will not play lower content if they don't have to, or there's no incentive for them to do it. Like, why would you run that just for materials? Like you can just keep running seven and eights and get probably higher level materials anyways. And then if not, just leave for the week and come back or go level up a secondary character. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no incentive, but if I have a small chance of getting a new skill point and materials, I would be happy to run five and sixes. No problem. Cause I know I can burn through that shit it's I'm a consistent resource you can grow upon exactly so i don't rather know than a chance it. drop exactly so i'm wondering how they're going to be handling it because i mean obviously legendaries are dropping at an abysmal rate but obviously that's because we're world tier five right so when we're world tier 15 that's a whole different sport whatsoever but at the moment they drop abysmally but it seems like the end game you're just going to have legendaries out the ass from what i can tell do you think that's yeah. true? I think, I mean, I think it's true. I mean, honestly, we, we don't see anything to the point. I mean, if they're dropping at a 20, what is it? So world rate? tier five, it's 25% drop chance. Right. World tier 15, it's 300%. Oh yeah. So those things will be dropping left and right, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. You know, I hope it's going to be like that. I don't know if it will be like that, but I yeah. don't know, man. Um, so what else do you think they might add PvP in the future? No. Okay. I don't think Why? it's something that they could do because the balancing would be hell. Ooh. Say you've got somebody base they would have to have a threshold to even enter it, but then again you're creating the issue of for people that are grinding high tier expeditions on a like daily or weekly basis, 
those guys are going to have much higher armor, much higher everything. If they like try to balance everything, there's going to be bugs and there's going to be issues. Yeah. Like people that have fully legendary kits versus people that just finished the campaign and they drop in with blues, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. They had it like uh, in World of Warcraft, they they kind of evened everybody out, but for the most part, if you had higher item level, they gave you a slight bonus. But if you have, like, we're talking like here, you have 3,000 armor points, you've got weapons that are doing 2k damage, and you statted, so you do extra damage with that bonus, you're probably, like, pretty ridiculous. So, even if they did, like you said, you're right, if they statted it and they kind of made everybody equal for a little bit, and then they the other issue with that. PvP with a game like this is something Destiny's running into right now with stasis debuffs. Yeah. Say you freeze someone in place, suddenly they're out of combat for five seconds. Yeah. What are they supposed to do? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I.e. stasis. Right now, you jump into PvP and fucking Destiny trials comp. I was listening to the pain of Vexen for who was on our podcast two weeks ago. Him and a couple of the boys were grinding out trials, trying to go for the three and the six wins, because hand cannons up this week, and they wanted right. to try for a good roll on the adept weapon. And just listening to them being like, "All right, okay, he's popping." St- oh, okay, okay, yeah, fuck. Okay. Next round. <laughs> like, it's just it's brutal. Yeah, I just listened to uh, the J Man on the Dizzy Delo podcast. And he was just talking about his problem. He plays trials every weekend and those trials carries. He's just like a broken man right now. <laughs> I feel bad for him. I'm like, why are you still playing this? <laughs> like, what are you doing to yourself? You know what I mean? Like, it's rough, dude. Um, is there anything else you want to chat about when it comes to Outriders, bro? Um, not at the moment. I mean, again, so crafting for me perk scaling and I want to know what they're like it's weird to phrase it but like their sponge scaling is with yeah. having solo duo and trio Yeah, solo's doable it's cakewalk until you get into the higher content we're on our own maybe higher end content you need the team and it levels out and suddenly you're dealing enough damage to kill everything right right but the, their scaling in the demos honky where if three people go to fight Goss, more often than not, two people are dead by the time you kill him. Right. Like, it's brutal. Like, you'll drop in and you'll go to fight him, and it's not pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So. But yeah, that'll yeah, be interesting. That's... We'll see what that goes. I'm I am very interested in how the story progresses. I think that's going to be good. I'm interested to see what they do with the time gating when it comes to expeditions. How they do expeditions, mm-hmm. yep. And I want to see what the material farms are going to look like for crafting. Because if there's right, time gating, I can deal with well, time gating if materials can, if I can depends. level other weapons better. Like, if I can do, like, for example, if I can go through tier one through three, and if I have a level, you know, four or five expedition weapon, I can level that thing up to level six or seven and give myself a boost. So that way next or next week or tomorrow, whenever it resets, it's very again, up in you know? the air, but the, I know the demo version and the get full game edition version are going to be very different. The demo version of farming for mats is when we were doing the chest farm for legendaries, like the three and five chest farm, we would literally run the chests over and over and over again, and then just go to the vendor and sell out. Right. And when you sell out, you get iron and you get leather. 
Right. So you would just refill your shit instantly. And since we can't craft, there was nothing for us to do with those materials in the right. demo. So we're full up 25k scrap, thousand, thousand, and then 10 titanium or platinum or whatever the fuck it is. Right. But um, the other farm that's going to be interesting is one thing they haven't talked about a whole lot is the shards thing. Hmm. So shards you have to have for, say you want to up your scaling for crit rate, crit damage, weapon life leech, uh, armor bonus. Like if you want to stat your armor for armor or your gear for armor, um, you have to slot and expend this many shards for armor. Right. And then if you want to slot for a weapon that needs life leech or you want to put life leech on a piece of like a cloak or a chest piece, it, we don't know what the burn rate's going to be for. Obviously, higher end gear is probably going to be more, but hopefully the scaling isn't so much that you have to grind your nuts off for not only leather and scrap or leather and iron, but also the the shards. Right, right. So it will be interesting to see how that works out, especially end game. I'll have to see what that's going to look like. You know what I mean? I, I'm hoping that the drop rates are higher the higher you go up. It seems to be the case with legendaries, so hopefully it's the case with materials. But, you know, we'll just kind of play through. I mean, I'm just excited. I don't really want to burn myself out in the beginning. I want to really take my time on the storyline and really play through it. And then Expeditions, that's when it's time to hard grind it. You know what I mean? Like, that's time to, like, get in. I think I'm going to be the opposite. I think I'm going to burn the story campaign, and I'm probably just going to farm expeditions until yeah. I get bored. Okay. <laughs> that's that's how Zahn and I were playing the demo. Is we literally... Right. Zahn played it differently than I did. So I chest farmed until the chest farm was removed. Right. And then I farmed Vanguard Captain for, like, three days, and then I farmed the OG Captain, the one from Terra Firma, forever. Right. And... On Trickster, that farm was easy. I could kill him in 38 seconds or less and respawn. Right. And they're like, just, what the fuck? Yeah. That's but, rooms, um, yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I really hope that the game's going to be in a pretty playable, fun state. It seemed pretty fun during the demo. There were some bugs, but nothing terrible. Like, I think it'll be a good game, man. I think it'll be. I don't know if it's gonna be better than good. We'll see what the end game. I think it's all riding on what this end game looks like. Yeah, we're all crossing our fingers, and we'll see how this shit turns out, man. But all right, man. We'll tell people where they could find you, my guy. Uh, Twitch.tv Zion Yeet. There may or may not be a long stream because the guy on the other side of this camera isn't here this weekend. No. So I got fuck all to do. I pointed the wrong way, but yeah. fuck it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, without you here, I'm probably going to, there's going to be Temple Community Night tomorrow night. And then Sunday, I think Sunday evening, I'm going to attempt my first DSC, which is Ooh. the Deepstone Crypt for Beyond Light. Okay. And I'm going to try to raid that with, I think, Bleach, Gabe, uh, and some of the other fun guys. And then maybe some return of PvP. I don't know yet. Ooh. I haven't played PvP, PvP yet since I came back. Okay. Okay. So I've only played goes. Titan so far, and my shots okay, but we've done a few private matches, and I've been like top three in the private matches, and I'm that's when I came back. A while, it's pretty good. Yeah, and when I'm coming back and aping in a lobby of Stasis, I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, I think you're doing. Like good. I was legit <laughs> Skullfort top tree arc Titan, just Those mouth forward shoulder charge, yeah. and then mind benders. Right. So I was still using the same ass tier loadout that I was before. 
back in the day. Now it's still fell winters and there's so you've missed out. Hawkmoon's back. Hawkmoon random rolls. Uh-huh. It's the only exotic that does it. Um, but it's got like a weird chance rolls that you can do. There's the whole crow story. I'm not sure yeah. if you played through it or not. I haven't. I'm I gotta play through the crow story. I'm done with Beyond Light on my Titan. I'm working on getting stasis upgraded, but um there's stuff that I missed out on. Like I never I have all the Red War exotics but World Line, which now they have it so you can get these exotic ciphers that you can turn in with numb nuts every friday zer mm-hmm. or i totally forgot his name for a second uh and then you've Damn got nuts there's a nuts. vault so there's a vault near where you go to access your stuff that you have on dim mm-hmm. uh like your vault and then there's a like shrine of the forgotten or whatever they called it it's all the exotics from the past expansions right. so i'm missing world line i'm missing taraba from crown i'm missing the raid sparrow from scourge the one that makes it so enemies target you less I'm missing duality from last season, which is a shotgun that's absolutely fucking stupid, and they nerfed it. Uh, I watched clips that it if you ADS, it's a slug. If you hip fire, it's pellet. And it did stupid damage. Like, people were making clips of just sliding around corners and just melting with it. It was hilarious. <laughs> but that's where you'll catch me this weekend. And then, obviously, leveled Mr. Halo Man, tech guru, and What's hopefully... See about that. Motherfucker, you just built a five PC setup for your homeboy. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I help here and there. I know random things about random things. That's what I like to say. I know. That's pretty much probably. Yeah. Guys, I am gone for a week. So make sure to please go f- watch and follow Zion Yeet. Um, I will definitely be back the following week, though. Probably that Sunday. I'm not sure if we're going to do a podcast or not, but we'll see. Uh, if you guys have not followed us yet on Spotify, we're on. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Radio. And we're full sending on Spotify. Just full just sending to... on Spotify. Spotify, give us money. Give us well, money, not, Spotify. Not, not full send. Fuck, we're way far away from that. But yeah. uh, we did just hit. I don't know if you want to talk about tell it. Him, you want to talk him. about it? So we just hit 500 listens on Spotify. So that yeah, was. Yeah, baby. I like how you hit the button and it's disabled on stream. I Oh. Well, <laughs> remember all I that shit's disabled, anyways, man. <laughs> I hit the button anyway. Fuck it. Podcast. No, no. Oh no, I know. But yeah, it man. looks like Ace is in pain. He's trying to get his Apex to launch. Oh no. You having problems? Yeah. I'm gonna go watch this stuff and see what's going on. But yeah, guys, we are out of here. Um, we go ahead and put the podcast intros. We'll see you guys soon. Hit the nut button. I think Let's I might. The fuck out of here. I might join you in drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea, dude. <laughs> you guys have a good one. We'll see you soon.